Welcome to Small Talk with Raincraft. I'm Subha, a leadership and executive coach, and I'm Hasita, a marketing strategist. We're just two people who love to talk and love to learn. And this is us being curious about the world around us. Join us. Another week of uh, such a wide variety of stories across LinkedIn, Hasita. I mean, the layoff season unfortunately continues. And also, I'm seeing a lot of folks just um, trying to optimize opportunities, I think, you know, looking to move for uh, a better pay package, especially kind of seeing it as, okay, let me let me make the most of uh, any good opportunities out there where I can genuinely just add to that nest egg because God knows the 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 bad turn may be just around the corner. Yeah, yeah. And I do empathize uh, with that mindset as well, right? Because a lot of the news about uh, being laid off is coming suddenly and quickly. Uh, but plans are not sudden and quick, right? Like we would have built careers in a certain place or we would have had a certain vision for how long we might want to stay at, you know, whichever company we are working at. And the moment I think that certainty goes out, it doesn't matter whether, you know, layoffs have happened or they haven't. But the fact that they're happening around, you know, in the industry, in the domain, I'm sure it makes a lot of us question where we are, right? And that kind of upheaval always has a tendency to uh, make us want to make other choices, choices that feel safer, choices that feel better. And I do think that maybe money is definitely one of the bigger ones that makes itself very evident as well, right? So usually a pay hike or a promotion. Now, these are things that uh, are typically seen as socially acceptable ways of moving from one place to the other. So, but is that all, right? I mean, do we really move only for that? Because I do hear instances of, you know, folks who move for what to me seems like a very marginal increment, right? For the kind of skill set or for the kind of experience, the kind of job that they're being now asked to do. Uh, What they've been offered is probably a very small differential increment and still, you know, they've made that choice. So sometimes I wonder if it's really just the money or is there something else to it? No, more and more I'm, you know, convinced and I think it's a reality that it's just not about the money. I think in, you know, nine cases out of 10, maybe the external story or the easy narrative is that I moved for the money or, you know, it's a bigger place and hence there's an assumption of better pay, etc. But I think the underlying, like you're saying, is a lot of other things. So let's spend a little bit of time saying, okay, it's not always the money, then what is it? Yeah, what is it indeed? No, it definitely is so many other things. Um, What struck me as, uh, or rather filled me with a lot of empathy for the person, I was doing an exit interview uh, and uh, he said, you know, I was ready for a pay cut. Why was I laid off, right? And he was genuinely happy with the work he was doing in the environment that he was in. He felt he was contributing. And he said, if just someone had had that conversation with me saying, hey, we're going through Mm -hmm. difficult times, then we could have worked out something different. Mm -hmm. And I'm also Uh, just thinking in the context of what you just said, sometimes the loss is so much bigger than the short term gain, right? And I do understand the need for some of these decisions to be made. But what I'm really understanding is that people like these people who've been around for a while, 
maybe their motivation is not uh, the financial reward that comes at the beginning of the month. Maybe it's that loyalty, it's that sense of community. Hmm. Yeah, that, uh, you know, how much you're learning, how much you're growing, how much you just kind of are happy to work with the people that you're working with and the output uh, that you're producing. I think it goes back to uh, a book that we both really enjoyed, right? The Psychology of Money and how for most of us, or rather for each of us, our, our relationship with money is extremely unique. It Our mental models come from our stories, our lived experience, right? And yeah. even in our conversations, Hasita, like we have very, <laughs> very diametrically opposite views when it comes very, to money. Yeah. <laughs> very, very. <laughs> yeah, that's a right? conversation I always look forward to running away from. So, <laughs> Right? So, mm. uh, and I truly believe that actually for all of us, uh, money is a sub-motivator. It's, it's not the prime. Mm-hmm. While it could yeah. seem like our decisions are made uh, money-based, um, it our decisions are actually made by you know the stories that we are telling ourselves what is guiding me about money and its importance or its relevance or how i should treat it or how i should come to expect it and a lot of it is because of the environments in which we've grown up right how we've seen mm. our parents deal with money their challenges struggles successes and hence that's why i guess in every very pure money conversation um my story doesn't make sense to you and your story doesn't make sense to me at a broad level, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> that right? is true. I mean, yeah, so true. And also it just kind of, you know, makes me also think about sometimes when we've said yes or no to certain opportunities in whatever positions, um, I think the most evident reason we give ourselves is money driven, right? Like we say, hey, it's either paying more or hey, it's just not paying me enough to do this, right? So that's typically one of the two. But I I mean, the if I really look at some of those decisions, I, I can definitely see, uh, you know, bigger factors at play, like a sense of autonomy, for example, or, you know, wanting a new adventure or being, you know, in somebody who enjoys a new challenge from time to time is probably a much bigger uh, driver than money is just that it's easy to explain a money based decision right so and therefore right. you make it right you don't have to when it's a money based decision it, you're right it's easier to uh, tell somebody why you came to that decision and you don't have to get into um, your childhood and you know all the feelings and yeah. emotions associated with money right uh, yeah so, uh, today i mean i call myself a businesswoman but I think from a mindset perspective, I'm not really there yet. I'm still yeah. uh, the daughter of a public sector employee, right? And I mm-hmm. still, and then I went on to have a very stable career in a bank, uh, a well-paid mm-hmm. career and mm-hmm. uh, well-paid enough that after a few years that no longer mattered because you know mm-hmm. you're always going to be taken care of. You know you're always... Uh, you know, as good as the market is. Uh, And, and I realized that because of that, even internally, I didn't ask for some of the things I should ask, 
have asked for that probably you know and that's a whole different topic but probably what some of my male colleagues were asking for or negotiating better for because it just mm. didn't become a factor or didn't continue to be a factor at all and now mm. in business i you know the the concept of you that you have to invest in the business to get returns that's still something mm. that i'm learning you know that yeah. uh, that i need to let's say invest or spend in making this podcast for what is right now no monetary returns right there's no the, the returns are are right. humongous in so many other ways in terms of the community we're building and the people who are reaching out to us but it's still an investment without tangible returns maybe um mm-hmm. right or you know invest in digital marketing but it'll take you 6 months to 1 year and you know by the way listen to the damn good marketing podcast while you're at it but <laughs> you get you. the returns <laughs> right so no, but i but i must say i mean for someone who primary driver is not money and it's not something that's kind of top of mind uh the decisions to invest that you're making right now you're doing it with a lot of grace so definitely i think uh, <laughs> as you said you're learning and you're doing it really really well uh it also kind of makes me think about uh, you know priorities right um mm-hmm. and when we have a team of four people five people even uh, everybody's priorities are going to be different right yeah. and sometimes we can't or we don't also answer very openly the question of what are what are we looking for in in a yeah. certain situation right so when yeah. you're interviewing typically i think you know the the hidden meaning behind some of the questions like uh, where do you see yourself in five years which is one of yeah. the episodes we did really i think what the uh, person on the other side is asking is do you intend to continue here like what is your larger game plan right like what's going Correct. on in your mind Correct. Correct. uh and it's very difficult for even the person being interviewed to really articulate and say hey if you give me a 10% hike every year i might stay fair enough right i mean i would stay if i got like a 15 20% hike every year god knows i'll be like where i'm needed uh but also things like i want to you know work with teams that are a lot like me now that's a lot harder to articulate right like how do i describe teams that are a lot like me for example yeah. Yeah. or even to say uh, you know every year i expect to be recognized for some, for some of the work that i'm doing so i think some of these intangibles i'm sure uh, also come into the picture like uh, for a very close relative of mine i know that it was about the pride of being promoted yeah. right so as long as they were promoted every year it it meant something right uh and therefore how do we you know somebody who's having to make these decisions of you know do i see these people in my system 5 years from now um how do you decide what kind of rewards recognition uh, what kinds of things will really keep people you know motivated throughout yeah so i think it's definitely a, a challenge for uh, those of us who are uh, building teams and uh, running organizations because even the the context of these money stories have changed so much right i think uh, for us it was um, we saw world events uh, you know is it recession time is it boom time war time is it stable and then we saw okay what are family events like you know how much does the family need um, but mm. now the thinking is a lot different one it's a lot more independent like what do i need in some way mm-hmm. like because mm. the number of earning members have also gone up in in yeah. that ecosystem right so it's not just uh, the, the breadwinners the the burden is not just on one person in the family and hence decisions are made in a certain way 
to the kind of opportunities available have also changed immensely so you don't have to sign up for a job for eternity and you don't have to even sign up for a kind of job or industry in the sense that you could be uh, you know a journalist today and a podcaster tomorrow and then a home baker and then open up your own you know baking outfit you know yeah yeah, yeah. later so mm-hmm. that kind of ability to jump careers it, that that itself is something new to the previous generation mm-hmm. right? yeah. so the so all of these are definitely contributing to what an employer needs to think about uh, and I, hence i think the first thing to really think about is are you giving the individual or are you recognizing this changing dynamic that mm. You know, this work and life is genuinely a blend now. Much as we are saying, hey, everybody come back to the office. uh, Individuals have recognized that they want to take charge of different parts of their life. Right. My Mm -hmm. health, the ability to take care of my parents, the ability to travel to see uh, ailing relatives, the ability to, you know, uh, be part of my children's growing up years in a much, much more involved manner. Like I want yeah. all of this in my life because I've uh, tasted it a little bit during the last few years and I realized that I was missing it or I realized that, okay, this is how I should be living. So the employer mm-hmm. also has to be cognizant of that and say, what am I allowing for? So the mm-hmm. same blanket rules of, uh, you know, come to the office at nine, go by six, catch the office bus is we're seeing it's not working. Uh, there's yeah. a lot of pushback to saying you can't have that weekend gig or you can't do something else. Fair in some ways. It depends on what exactly is that other gig that you're doing. Uh, yeah. But all of this uh, has to has to be part of the experience that you're giving your team member. Mm-hmm. Which is why I think maybe even clearer um, descriptions on what is expected from each individual probably helps because we cannot really... And also at the individual level itself, some of these drivers are so evolving, right? Like today I may want X, Y, and Z. Tomorrow I may want A, B, and C. And that's just me being human. It's not, uh, you know, that suddenly my priorities have changed. It's just I'm experimenting with different things and every year I have different priorities. And therefore, if my workplace is able to, I think, give me more clarity on what exactly it is that's expected of me to the extent possible, I guess that's the segue that's possible, right? I mean, we can't obviously customize, uh, especially at scale, things like rewards, right? Like it's not possible to give one a promotion and another a raise and that causes its own, like that's a Pandora's box of its own volition. No, true. You have to to look at what else you're doing um, apart from just the money. Because, you know, either one, like you said, you can't afford money being the key driver in all of your people decision because one you just can't afford it you don't have the budgets and the wallet for it and two the more important thing that we're talking about today the the employee is not seeing it as important or or the Mm -hmm. most important thing right when it's not about the money for the employee then you throwing that money at them uh, while they're going to take it I mean nobody's going to say no but you'll still then you, you'll still feel like oh you know I'm feeling betrayed I, I gave the raise and still he or she left right so like you said it's th- that career roadmap that you are defining is becoming more and more important and uh, you know don't go 10-20 years later you will be a general manager here but say okay 
now today right you you need certain functional trainings what are they you you know can we assign a mentor for you can we assign a buddy for you can you figure out what else you can be doing or what's that um, what's the next couple of roles that you want to chalk out for yourself within this organization and uh, get the interaction with people who've been there done that as mentors as seniors and figure out what you need to add to your skill set to get there because the employee genuinely wants that they want yeah, to be yeah. able to chalk out their own uh, career roadmap or or at least uh, you know open the doors and show me what all exists yeah i think having that choice you're absolutely right uh, because as much as i think we all think about it as one company one unified uh, view everybody is bringing to it the same the different perspective of what they are observing on a daily basis right so uh, i think full visibility is not a thing that organizations actually do have and maybe in that context uh, exactly knowing that hey these are my options and these are things that i can possibly contribute towards and finally it really does come down to that i think we all want a sense of purpose uh, in whatever scale and magnitude right like whatever we do i think we all look to um, do a good job i i'd like to believe that that's the case and i think we all want to be seen and appreciated for that job that we did so whether that comes in the form of a good word feedback learning opportunities money all of these things are expressions of i think a larger need that we all fulfill through the context of work correct no the the reward and recognition you know um, uh, emails crediting folks who who played a part uh, having small events having large events um, recognition and reward in different shapes and sizes and not just monetary because at some point the monetary you know uh, it's not even easy to share with others right like if you got yeah. uh, if you got a monetary reward uh, in terms of a raise and then uh, i've i've heard of instances where the boss has to say but don't tell anyone you know it's, <laughs> it's yeah 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 good. and then you're like okay now what do i do with this like how do no, i with this yeah about? yeah yeah so true. <laughs> you know um, so it's uh, the the making time for those career conversations is really becoming important because the the word career has just you know taken a life of its own um, you have to understand you know does the person want more autonomy do they want more uh, creativity or you know the ability to be creative or do they maybe somebody just wants more structure you tell me exactly the output you want and the things that i can do to get it and you know the lack of ambiguity and the stability in the place is what i appreciate so each person is going to come at it from a very different angle based on their skill sets and their experience and i think the, having that conversation and identifying what makes that person tick uh, is very important not assuming that it is always the Uh, okay you know when when i get desperate i'll i'll give a raise or i'll you know i don't think uh, that that's really going to work at all makes a lot of sense i think uh, time for a rethink i think on both sides right both the employer side of things which is to say okay if i have all of these people uh, with varying priorities as on date how do i bring them all into the common fold you know in that sense and also understand and accept that maybe i will not have control over a large part of their life that's not the job here uh, and then for also the employee side maybe to also get clear for example uh, there is a larger conversation here around if there are four things that the company is offering but they're still not making me happy 
then maybe I'm meant for a different kind of role or I'm meant to be doing something else, which is also a fair enough conclusion to come to. Hmm. Uh, keeping the channel of communication open on both sides, I'm sure uh, will be a lot more helpful. Yeah, no, it's true. Even from an employee uh, perspective, you know, have those conversations, initiate them. Uh, maybe your manager is kind of lost in a world of other challenges and uh, this is not kind of hit their uh, line of sight yet, but go and have or initiate that conversation saying, hey, I am not fully here for this, this reason. So what can we do about it? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 help them be part of that process to, to change maybe the kind of work you do, the kind of people you interact with, the kind of output uh, that you're generating or even how you're being recognized and rewarded. But yeah, you're right. Some of it you have to vocalize for yourself. Right? No, no yeah, yeah. the mind reader and you have to you have to call it out. Um at least in, in today's environment, uh, you know, everybody is willing to hear that other view. Mm-hmm. Think about workplaces, true. you know, 15, 20 years back, while we were getting there, it was still, hey, but this is who we are. And this is how we do things, right? And so mm-hmm. it's for you to fit in. These are the roles we have. It'll take you three yeah, years to the next extreme. promotion. Yeah. You know, this, it'll take you another, you know, like when we entered the bank, it was like, hey, it'll take you seven years minimum to make VP or it'll take you X years to make something. That's how it is. Mm-hmm. Right? But today, a lot of that has become so much more uh, flexible. Yeah, yeah. And still to lay out the rules, or whatever the rules might be, you know, they could be organization specific, they could be industry specific. Uh, and to say, this is how it's going to be. Um, and then the rest is up to you, right? I mean, you're also uh, kind of free to make the choice in terms of where you want to be uh, headed with that. So yeah, lots to think about and take away, I think, in terms of how we reward, recognize, uh, how we receive the reward and recognition that we do get. Uh, and that's really all it comes down to, right? Like all of these expressions of recognition are just that. It's, you know, whether you call it a promotion, you call it a raise, you call it, you know, uh, being clapped uh, in, in a meeting with 200 people. I think finally it all comes down to uh, being seen and being heard uh, on both sides. Mm-hmm. No, very true. Um, just, I think, uh, ultimately, yes, money is important, but it is one of the forms of reward recognition that an organization can use. And you have to have to explore all of the others. And you have to be mindful that that individual's money story is something you have no clue about. Right. Yeah. So, you know, no point making assumptions. You can only learn more about it as you have these conversations. But otherwise, it's just um, just unfair to think of money as the one way to handle all of all of your employee troubles. <laughs> cool. Another good money conversation, Hasita. Something that we <laughs> enjoy, don't we? <laughs> no. <laughs> we do not (laughs) but here we are and I think it's getting better the relationship with money is definitely getting better so as you can see there's uh there's a there's another story there and another another episode there too so (laughs) (laughs) bye guys hey small talkers thank you for listening till the very end We love bringing these episodes to you and we hope you enjoy them too. 
please do drop in your comments likes shares reviews whatever you can do on the platform that you're on to help us reach a larger and larger audience and that would really make our day you can find out more about today's guest or today's episode in the show notes all the details and how you can find us on social media is right there thank you and see you next time bye